1: I always remember watching the movie What's Love Got To Do With It about Tina Turner's life with Ike Turner and it was one of those ones where you watch it once and you're like, I'm not, never going to watch it again even though it was brilliant. It was just so hard hitting and uh, the amazing Angela Bassett and uh, she plays Tina and Lawrence Fishburne plays Ike Turner and it's hard going. It's very hard going and, um, you know, there there's, yeah... Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It stays with you. It's one of those ones that stays with you. It kind of resonates with you so much. And it really I had always loved her music. And then when I saw this portrayal of her life, I just gained so much more love for her. Like what a brave woman fought tooth and nail for absolutely everything she had to keep her name and the star status and to, to finally break free of him and the abuse and everything. And just to continue so, so successfully in her own right True legend. Sad news this morning that she has passed away, Uh, but we will remember her. We will remember her. Uh, Now, uh, lots to get through on the programme today. We're talking about blood pressure all this week on the show. We've teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation. Thousands of us, thousands of us are walking around and we have no idea that we have high blood pressure because there's no symptoms around this. So we're going to be finding out more about their campaign uh, this week with Janice Morrissey. Also, Pado Shocknessy is out and about at Drawhead of Car Sales with the LMFM Roadrunner crew. We're going to be checking in with him as well. And... I do have another Fitbit sense too, up for grabs. All the details of that coming your way after Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, when I was your man, he is a man that is taking on an epic challenge for a great cause. Have to give a shout out today to Declan Hamilton. We He joined us on the show yesterday and Declan, he is taking on a 1K challenge In just one day, today, in aid of the Irish Wheelchair Association. So he's aiming to uh, complete 10k on a ski machine, 10k on a rowing machine, 30k cycling, 10k on an assault bike and a 40k run. Just in one day. I mean, craziness, crazy people doing these things for charity. But he's doing it all to uh, support the Irish Wheelchair Association. And if you want to donate, by the way, you can check out LMFM.ie. There's a little article there about Declan and the donate button is there. So it's idonate.ie forward slash event and then forward slash Declan's 100k in one day for IWA. If you even just search up that and give him anything that you can. He would so, so appreciate it. Fair play to him. He's going to need a long lie down after that. That is for sure. Now, details of our competition on the way, and I've got music from Miley Cyrus for you. Oh,
0: the 11 to 1 show. Oh,
1: it's competition time. This week it's all about blood pressure awareness. I have teamed up with Irish Heart Foundation to encourage you to have your blood pressure checked out because, did you know? thousands of us are walking around every day with undiagnosed high blood pressure and two in three over 50 in Ireland have high blood pressure and only half of those are aware that they do because uh, you may look and feel well. It rarely has symptoms so it's so important to get to your GP and get checked out. As part of the campaign we uh, with the Irish Child Foundation have kindly given us a Fitbit Sense 2 to give away every day this week. So I'm giving you a sound clip of a scenario where our blood pressure might be on the rise. So so far we've had Resitting the Irish exam. We've had the car breaking down as well. Today. Oh yeah, yesterday was the dentist chair. Who could forget about that? My god, we're still having high blood pressure over that one. Today, here is our sound clip. All you have to do is tell me what is going on in the clip to cause my blood pressure to rise. Here it is. Speech!
0: Speech! 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 Speech. Speech. Please, welcome to the
1: stage! <coughs> Oh no! He's clamming up. What's going on? 086 1800 658 if you think you know. And don't forget irishheart.ie if you want to find out more information. We're going to give another one of those Fitbit Sense 2 away before the end of the show. Miley Cyrus there with flowers. Forget flowers, I want a new car. Yes, the LMFM Roadrunner is out and about today at Drogheda Car Sales there on the North Road in Drogheda. And they are celebrating Hyundai's 232 Open Week. Paddle Shotnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are standing by. How are we getting on, Pat?
2: Ah Sinead you're very welcome along here to Drogheda Car Sales and the sun is out and I am in great form because you know me once I'm around tyres and wheels I am delighted with myself. Lots happening here today of course it's the start of 232 coming very very quickly your way and Drogheda Car Sales are ahead of the posse to make sure that they let everybody know what's on offer to them. Uh, Carol Care is with me. She's the sales director here at Drogheda Car Sales. Um, The first thing I want to say to you, Carol, I saw that beautiful Ioniq 6 in there. Any chance of a wee drive?
3: Absolutely. No problem at all. It's a fantastic car. World Car of the Year. Three awards this year.
2: World Car of the Year. Woo, she did. I'm going to be driving the World Car of the Year. Look out for me, driving you away. I might just keep going north and no one's seeing me. Tell me what's happening. It's the start of 232, of course. You're getting ready for that. All change, all electric, big ranges, loads going on.
3: Yes, lots happening here uh, this weekend. We've got an uh, open weekend for the Hyundai launch of two three two. They're doing four point nine interest rate across the, the brands, and they have um, fantastic cars. Two World Car of the Year back to back: Ionic Five, Ionic Six. The best Ireland's best selling car, the Tucson, is also within their lineup, and it is a cracking place to get in here and get driving these cars this weekend.
2: And, of course, if um, that's not enough to entice you in, we'll have four €50 Euro fuel g- vouchers to give away. Just go up the road here and you hand in your fuel voucher. You come up and talk to me. It'll be nice to me and any of the staff here. You might get yourself a €50 Euro fuel voucher. And can people take test drives, yeah?
3: Absolutely. Everybody's welcome in. We're here Saturday and Sunday this weekend for test drives. And we'll give... Uh, cost of change so people can understand what it's going to mean to move into an electric car and it's not necessarily all about the price of that car it's about what it's going to save you in your fuel consumption as well
2: and the other thing i note from people who have electric cars the service intervals are quite far apart they don't have to do their brakes near as often there's all those little added things that people don't discuss
3: exactly and that if people have solar panels on their house it'll actually cost them nothing to run their car day to day there's huge savings to be in electric and the price should not put people off they should factor in everything when they're buying an electric car.
2: When people come in here do you think they have their mind made up already or do you persuade them or the iffy or, or they're looking for information from you in particular?
3: I think there's a bit of both there's people who come in and know everything about the electric cars but there's people who come in and know nothing and, and need to be guided and we have fantastic staff here that are able to show them everything in the car and also what benefits they have for buying the electric so there's there's definitely enough knowledge here to to give point them in the right direction to what they should be buying.
2: And they're going to point me in the right direction because Shane as you heard me saying, I'm going to jump into that Ionic Six and have a little spin later on. We'll be back to you closer to twelve o'clock. We'll have more people to talk to here at Trohatic Car Sales for the launch of 232 and of course me having a spin in this Ionic Six. And as I said, we have four fifty euro fuel vouchers to give away as well. We'll talk to you for more of the same in a little while. We'll be back to you then. Oh, thank you so much,
1: Pat. I am very jealous. I would love a test drive in one of those. We'll catch up with Pat a little bit later on.
0: She- so beautiful.
1: There's Aslan, she's so beautiful and LMFM's 11 to 1 Now we are all about managing our blood pressure this week and we've teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation with our competition but we are going to find out more about their new campaign before the damage is done. They're hoping to drive awareness of the link between high blood pressure and heart disease and stroke and I'm going to be chatting to Janice Morrissey She's the Director of Health Promotion Information and Training with the Irish Heart Foundation. We're going to chat to her next
0: The 11 to 1 show
1: here for you. Did you know that thousands of us are walking around with undiagnosed high blood pressure? This week, the Irish Heart Foundation have launched a new campaign asking adults, particularly those over 50, to have their blood pressure checked. It's called Before the Damage is Done campaign and it hopes to drive awareness of the link between high blood pressure and heart disease and stroke. Joining me now to tell us more is Janice Morrissey. She's Director of Health Promotion Information and Training with the Irish Heart Foundation. Janice, you're very welcome. Hi, good morning. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about our campaign. Great to chat to you. Now, I had no idea that so many of us could be walking around completely oblivious to the fact that we have high blood pressure, like because there's no symptoms necessarily of this.
4: Exactly, and that's why it's often called the silent killer. So we know that, uh, as you say, two out of three over 50s um, have high blood pressure, but half don't know it. And there's lots of myths that people with high blood pressure uh, might have a red face or they might have migraines. But in fact, uh, it's very unusual to have symptoms of high blood pressure. So the only way to know is to go and get it checked. And that's what we're asking people to do is uh, the next time you're with your GP or call into your local pharmacy, It's a simple pain-free check And the good news is that If you are diagnosed with high blood pressure It's easily treated
1: Yeah that's the great news about this And you know what causes it Like would stress be a big factor in this Or would weight be a factor in it as well yeah, there's lots of
4: different causes, um, and uh, it can be, your, you know, your family history and just your age. Things we we can't change, but there are many um, aspects of our lifestyle as well that um, play play a, b- a big role. So um, to uh, reduce your your chances of having high blood pressure, it's it's good to be active and to um, eat a, a healthy diet as well. And salt is a really big factor there. Oh so, yeah, the
1: salt. Yeah, um,
4: yeah, and most uh, most of the salt we eat is actually um, in Processed food, um, restaurant food, takeaway food, where we don't have control over the salt content. So, you know, we'd really encourage people to, um, you know, read the food labels, uh, you know, where possible and to choose fresh, unprocessed food as much as possible. And that will make a big difference.
1: Yeah. And, I, you know, I've been reading up about your campaign all week and it's fantastic to see such awareness about it. And one of the things that struck me as well was, you know, even if you do have a relatively healthy diet and exercise, you can still be at risk like some of the many stories of people who've shared their experiences you know they they like we were saying are walking around and they'd know symptoms
4: exactly yeah we've uh, um an amazing uh case study of a a, a lady who uh, visited our mobile health unit um she you know Looked well, felt well, and she was encouraged by our uh, mobile health unit driver to uh, come on board for a free blood pressure check with one of our expert cardiac nurses. And through that, she was actually identified as having very high blood pressure, wow. which she was stunned at. Um, so she was referred onto her GP, and is now on, on medication. Um, so it's a, it's a really good news story. Um, and I'll, I'll do a bit of free advertising now. We're actually yes. in Silver Hills, Oh yes, do you tell us. Today, yes, uh, between ten and four. Um, offering free blood pressure and pulse checks with our um, our cardiac nurses. So if you're in the area, please feel free to call down for your free check.
1: That's very important. So in Summerhill today, and, uh, you know, we were talking as well, you know, people over a certain age need to be vigilant, uh, the, the over 50s, but also the only, uh, the other age group as well, the over 30s, like we, we should be checking this as well. We shouldn't be ignoring it. Yeah, I mean this is a message for all adults,
4: really. Um, the earlier that any you know uh, risk of heart disease and stroke is identified, the more we can do something about it. So um, we are you know would say that anyone over thirty should have their blood pressure checked about every five years, and your GP will decide if you need it uh, checked more frequently than that. But you know it's it's really a case of of taking control of our own health, knowing our numbers, and uh, knowing what we can do to to manage. Your risk and, and your GP is best place to look at all aspects of your heart health, so your blood pressure but also you know your cholesterol, your weight, whether you smoke, how active you are, your family history, all of the different factors and then together you can kind of make a plan around you know what are the right best steps for you.
1: And, you know, just just to put this out there, so people are really, it's hitting home with people. Ireland has the lowest rates of awareness and treatment around high blood pressure as well. So this is why this, this campaign is happening this week. So tell us a little bit more about before the damage is done, because like you mentioned earlier on, this, you know, can be the silent killer.
4: Yeah, so we decided to call the campaign before damage is done because high blood pressure can you know, silently damage your heart and many other organs as well and sadly some people only learn that they have high blood pressure when they're admitted to hospital because of a heart attack or stroke and um, research that we conducted in developing the campaign found that most people would be aware of a link between high blood pressure and heart disease and stroke but most people aren't aware of the links with uh, other conditions like kidney disease, dementia, and some forms of blindness as well. Wow! So there's, there's lots for us to think about. Um, you know, high blood pressure can affect you know many organs in the body. But you know, as I say, the good news is that if you are found to have it, there's um, you know it's easily treated, and there's so much you can do to to manage your risk.
1: Absolutely, and that's the thing. People need to go to the GP or to the pharmacy or to that mobile unit that's in that's in Summerhill today. Or IrishHeart.ie is the place as well. In for the, for the campaign to find out more information. I have to say as well uh, great uh, interest in in our competition that we're running all this week Janice thank you so much uh, for the for the lovely generosity of the of the Fitbit sense 2 which is keeping us all very healthy and active this week on the show. Wonderful. Uh, great
4: uh, great to hear that, Sinead. Thank you. Great. And um, yeah, just to say as well, if anyone has any queries um, and can't make our mobile health unit today, we do have a free nurse support line. Yes. If anybody ha- uh, would like to speak to one of our nurses on zero one six six eight five zero zero one.
1: Perfect. OK, so 016685001. Uh, Janice, that is fantastic. Thank you so much for all of that information. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks a million. Janice Morrisy there. Food for thought, food for thought, you know, if catch it now before the damage is done is the message of this. GP is the first port of call with regards to that uh, in terms of sussing out what's going on, you know, what's going on with yourself, uh, what's going on with your smoking maybe or your weight or any of those kind of things and irishheart.io. <laughs> Florence and the Machine, you've got the love. A little earlier than usual, but now it's time to go back in time. LMFN Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2018, the Repeal the Eighth campaign was successful, making abortion legal in Ireland. And today is Wine Day. Yeah, sweet or dry, red or white, fizzy or flat. Let's raise a glass to the, one of the most loved and historic, historical alcoholic tipples. There is the sophisticated and often sassy glass of wine. So Wine Day today. LMFM Northeast update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Yes, Pat and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are at Drogheda Car Sales on the North Road. And Pat is test driving uh, the Hyundai, I think it is. Uh, well, one of the Hyundais. It's the Hyundai 232 Open Week. We're going to catch up with Pat again just after these. Oh,
0: The 11 to 1
1: show. LMFM. It's Hyundai 232 celebration open week until Sunday at Drogheda Car Sales North Road in Drogheda. And Pato Shaknasee is standing by with all the details. How are we getting on, Pat?
2: Ah, Sinead, you're very welcome back here to draw the car sales for the 232 launch and um, having a ball as us wants to commit to a dealership like this and I'm really looking forward to the Onyx 6 on a day like today as well. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm delighted to be talking to the new sales manager, Connor Walsh here. And um, I won't say that he booted his outfield out, but he's putting his, his dad out to pasture. Imagine that. And taking over from him and taking his job. Connor, you're very welcome along this morning. Cheers, Pat. Thanks for that. Well done on your new position. I remember when years back when we were in here and you were just cutting your teeth and... Um, You've seen a lot of changes since you started. I have,
5: yeah. That was back in what, 2016, 2017 yeah, yeah, or so. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, I came here in 20, April 2016, so yeah. A lot of changes. Going back a couple of years already. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about the Onyx
2: 6, um, you, you, you do Suzuki here as well, and I saw one of your your confederates here this morning, your colleague selling one. I sat last night, would you believe, in a 30-year-old Suzuki. It was called Cappuccino. Okay. Uh, it's a 600cc turbo, and it's going off today all around Ireland on the veteran vintage cannonball run so there you go Jeez. so they're, they're a, a reliable motor around to 30 yeah, years old they are they yeah. oh, so don't yeah, give much fa- hassle
5: at all yeah
2: no, none whatsoever so um, still a great brand a strong brand Still very yeah. much so yeah, yeah very yeah. much so Things are moving electric, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And you're going to bring me for a spin now shortly, aren't you? Yeah,
5: we are. We'll go for a spin in the Ionic Six if you want to have a, if you have time. Yeah, and no, we have don't. A spin I, in the I, I have, have time, Jeanette. I have time. You're going to sit there <laughs> till two o'clock if you have to. I have time. No problem and at it's all. A fabulous looking motor. It is. We've yeah. a couple of them here on display in the showroom. We have a demo model outside the door here as well. So anyone's welcome to call down over the the next couple of days and the weekend to have a spin. And I noticed. Uh, I noticed. Um,
2: a certificate inside on the wall in a frame uh, SEI yeah. uh, an award from SEI what was that that's right
5: we are Loud's Electric Dealer of the Year Electric the Dealer of the Year yes that's right wow that's so where you oh, nice that's, that's where you're getting the promotion
2: that's yeah, where you're getting the promotion I wouldn't say I had everything <laughs> to do with that it was, it was a team I'm effort I'm only pulling your leg I'm only <laughs> pulling your leg and that's the thing about here it's a team effort there's so many yeah. in the, uh, involved in the whole game nowadays
5: absolutely yeah mm. and everyone that works behind the scenes does a great job as well So,
2: and informing people of course about you know the old word when you talked about it was range anxiety that's now gone with this new motor with 600k well it can do range. there's two yeah, batteries
5: yeah. in the Ionic 6 yeah and the bigger one will do a little over 600km and that's with the WLTP so the real world testing um, even when we get them and we charge them up fully you'll see it Hitting a range of five hundred and sixty and seventy kilometers before it's driven, but with the summer months coming in, the temperature rising, easily it'll hit six hundred k. That's incredible, yeah. yeah. And
2: when when people come into you, and in a, in a couple of seconds, I've left now. When people yeah. come into you, um, and I did say this to Carol earlier on, have they got their mind made up, or you are, you know, you probably have the very well informed and then the ill informed.
5: Well, there's a lot of options on the EV market now mm. nowadays, anyway. So look at it, it's very impressive car. People are coming in and. They're probably a little bit more blown away when you see the car in the flesh. Um, We have models there to sell and there's models on the ground for July registrations as well. But I wouldn't say everyone has their minds made up. You still have a bit of selling to do at the end of it all, you know.
2: Right Sinead, that's enough of the talk about it. I'm going to get into the car and the next time you come back to me I will be in the Ionic 6. I will be driving. We've just given away by the way a 50 euro fuel voucher to a lovely couple who are in here and they bought themselves a Suzuki and they're away with 50 euros of a voucher just because they came in to say hello to us. If you want to do the same, that's happening as well. We'll be talking to you in the Ionic a little bit after 12 o'clock. But for now bye bye.
1: Okay, we look forward to that one a little bit later on. Now it's back to the music. Here's Damien Rice. Cannonball still to come. Pad test drives the Ionic 6 at Dradex Car sales. Plus, I meet Dr. Sarah Cassidy. She's a child and adolescent psychologist from At the Boy, and she's talking anxiety in kids.
0: Oh, the 11 to 1 show.
1: Oh, There's Adele. Hello. Hello to you if you're just joining us. Sinead Brazzle here until 1. And we are out and about today. Well, Pat of Shocknessy is out and about. With the LMFM Roadrunner crew Where are they? Well They're at Drogheda car sales On the North Road And they are celebrating Hyundai's two three two Open week And I'm, I'm sitting here jealous I am sitting here jealous Because Pat Is getting to try out The Ionic 6 Aren't you Pat?
2: Yes you need you uh, dry Well You're not driving I am I have to say, the first thing is how quiet when I drive electric, just how quiet the vehicle is. All you hear is a tiny, tiny bit of tire noise, but nothing you imagine that we are gonna live across, right across the Northeast, and it is so quiet. It's a fabulous car to drive. There are so many driver aids. One of the quirky things that I absolutely love is when you put your indicator on, no such thing as a blind spot. The screen comes up and shows you what's on the right-hand side of your car if you indicate right. And when I indicate left, the screen comes up on the left-hand side to show me what is on the left. What a driver aid that is. And just the sheer size of the screens
5: in front of me here, Connor, and it's a
2: fabulous
5: car. Yeah you're getting a lot of information while you're driving Pat as well so you mentioned the cameras there you have 360 degree cameras so when you're trying to park the car you have your reversing camera behind you but you've your bird's eye view looking down on top of the car as well so it'll highlight low walls curbs things like that.
2: And we're real world now and I'm looking at my range there and I've almost 600 or 590 something there in front of me range so I mean that, that's impressive. I'm in eco mode but it's lovely I mean I'm sitting within the speed limit there we're in an 80k we're at 74k and it's telling me at that range that I've almost Six hundred k, so that's going to bring you anywhere in Ireland, isn't it?
5: It should do. Like I yeah. mean, there's not too many places you wouldn't you could get down the country and back near enough without having to charge it. Hopefully, so you have the uh, fast charging points and most of the Apple Green filling stations and things like that. So
2: and just tell me about that fast charging. That, I, I, I read um, I was reading up on the car last night. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes you can get. How much of the percentage you can get in
5: fifteen minutes? You can minutes? get up to eighty percent, and it's about eighteen minutes. But yeah, it's um, they're your DC chargers. You won't have them at home, but your public charge points, some of them will have it. So it's let's say I'm them. on the
2: way to you know
5: Kerry, and I, and yeah. I stop
2: at Board Hill, which which everybody does, or somewhere along there, Plaza Seven, or one of those Junction Seventeen. You're going to pull in there for half an hour anyway.
5: You can pull in, have yeah. a cup of tea or coffee, sandwich, whatever. You know, you're yeah. going to have a break to refresh yourself. Yeah. And in that time frame, you're talking about getting another three, four, five hundred kilometers back
2: and I've done loads of test drives in my time with
5: LMFM the thing that's absolutely surprising me here is we are just talking at speech level we're not having to shout at each other it's so quiet <laughs> that's it you have no engine you have nothing to be talking over like it is dead quiet you have your small little humming noise like it's a pedestrian warning when you're doing slow speeds like so you know it's just not to frighten the life out of somebody if you're creeping up behind them yeah, yeah I just want to drive in this I'm looking at the blue sky and I just want to go it's a lovely, really executive feel to the car and there's so much
2: room because we have our sound technicians in the back for for those that are out there say look at our as we're driving a talk and no, we've
5: technicians in the back doing all of that for us so that we can do it Then they have loads of space there's a big car it is yeah plenty of room you've seen the boot space just before we hopped in as well so loads of room for uh, golf buggies And clubs And stuff like that Bicycles Buggies yeah. Bicycles <laughs> Whatever you name it Like So it can be A family sized car It would be good For tipping down the country As you say For a holiday
2: And you know, Just before I go back To the studio I said about that Driving assist That I have here I'm turning right here At the top of Taliesco now, As we speak And I'm turning in At the Pope's cross I have my rear view mirror I have my side mirror On the door As everybody would have And I have this Visual in front of me when I put the indicator that comes on in the screen actually shows me the kerb, so really it'd be easy to pass your test and this thing going round the corner when you're reversing. I talked again sometime in the soon and just before I go back to say, finally, if somebody wants to do what I'm doing here over the weekend, they can come in and do this. You yeah? have a test drive.
5: Absolutely, yeah, we're offering test drives to anyone that's interested in the Ionic Five or Six. That's no problem. We have the demos there all weekend. Obviously, we'll make sure they're fully charged, six hundred k or not. Um, so yeah, it'd be worth coming in. Like I mean, there's so much you can talk about over the radio, but yeah have to see it to believe it. You have right to fact. see it, yeah. Seeing is believing and feeling is the goddamn truth. There's no doubt about it. Sinead,
2: there's only one sad thing about it. I have to give it back! i talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye for now! Uh,
1: yes, you do have to give it back! very jealous of that oh it sounded amazing it sounded really really smooth oh yeah I'll have to check it out myself as uh, the guys say there they are celebrating all this week until Sunday so you can go along and test drive the Ionic 6 as Pat has done and all the other cars in the range as well and you'll find details at carsales.ie The
3: Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app
0: Hi, I'm Crossy. Scarlett Johansson has been talking about working with Wes Anderson as she promotes her new movie, Asteroid City.
4: It's kind of more like doing theatre because you have the whole tangible space and it's not, you know, you don't have the same, it's not this familiar process of, you know, being on a sound stage and, you know, going back to your trailer and all this downtime and then, you know, all that stuff that just eats up the momentum, um, you know, which is just part of the process. There's not much you can do about it. Somehow Wes has avoided that. Um, and so it, it feels very vibrant and um, very much like a you know like you're like you're working on a, in theater. It's it's very fulfilling and and exciting.
0: The weekend has recalled the time he cancelled one of his shows after filming The Idol because he said he forgot how to sing. He said he was playing a character who doesn't know how to sing and it was terrifying as he's never skipped a concert. Niall Horan has been asked about that viral tweet from years ago where he posted, Don't talk to me. Here's how it happened. I tweeted on August 31st, 2015 at 10.09am. I don't want to see a single person today, thanks. Really, really fun night with everyone, but today... Don't talk to me Yeah I must have been on tour Somewhere in the States I'd imagine We used to have some good nights out after gigs I sometimes retweet that when I'm hungover (laughs) Just to let everyone know that if anyone sees me Out and about in in the shops Don't come near me That's The Buzz, I'm Crossy
3: The Buzz on LMFM Keep up to date with all the latest
1: news and gossip On the LMFM app just getting details in about the lower end of Clambrassel Street in Dundalk being closed off because of a collapsed building there diversions are in place and motorists are asked to completely avoid that area if we have more details on that we will update you as uh, the show goes on now getting back to our next guest and uh, we are going to be chatting about children and teens and anxiety with Dr Sarah Cassidy she's an educational child and adolescent psychologist and director and founder of Smithsville Clinic in Athboy. We're going to be chatting to her next.
0: The 11 to 1 show.
1: According to the World Health Organisation, worldwide anxiety is the ninth leading cause of disease and illness for 15 to 19-year-olds and the sixth leading problem for those aged 10 to 14-year-olds. And uh, after COVID, this yielded higher rates of anxiety, of course, when uh, medical and mental health facilities were forced to close. So this highlights the urgency in addressing the mental health crisis that we now face. With this in mind, Dr Sarah Cassidy, she's an educational child and adolescent psychologist. She's going to be giving a free talk on anxiety to parents, children and teens and indeed anyone who might find it beneficial. It's happening the 1st of June at Ashburn Public Library and she's hoping to break down exactly what anxiety is and share some simple strategies that will help manage it and I'm delighted she is on the line with me now. Dr Sarah You're so welcome. How are you getting on? Thank you very much for having me Sinead, I'm very well, thank you so much. Great to to have you on the programme. Now we're hearing more and more about young people particularly experiencing anxiety but when you see you know statistics from the World Health Organization that anxiety is the ninth leading cause of disease and illness in 15 to 19 year olds, the sixth leading problem for those aged 10 to 14, very difficult to ignore. I mean we are facing a huge mental health problem uh, particularly among the youth.
6: I know yeah it's it's frightening and i think no matter what country you're in or what age group you're looking at anxiety is a very serious problem right now and it looks like if we don't treat these difficulties in childhood and we often imagine that if you just ignore it they'll disappear as kids get older but it looks like we're not teaching young people how to manage their distress and it looks like the trajectory doesn't seem to be getting better it actually seems to be getting worse so it it is it's it's quite a frightening picture um, for parents and
1: for teachers um, and really we need we need to intervene we need to do something about this And uh, before I go to, to, to chatting to you about what way anxiety is pre- presenting I mean do you feel that there are some out there because I've experienced this just this week and I was quite surprised by somebody within my own age group sort of rolling their eyes a bit when you know she heard about anxiety and she was kind of saying oh god you know like we never had anxiety as kids get on with it do you find mm-hmm. you're having a lot of that attitude going on? I Yes. Yes and no. It's,
6: it's a funny one, really, because I, I think there's sort of is the sort of kind of the mentality of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and mm. get over it. And, you know, to a certain extent, in, in some ways, things were easier years gone past. Like I think in the old days, um, you know, it used to be like if you were if you were good all week you got a chalk ice on the way home from mass on a Sunday and if you weren't good all week. You didn't. And that was, (laughs) that was all because that was all really that, you know, parents could afford uh, in the eighties or or whatever generation you grew up in. But I do think it's probably, that's a little bit overly reductive. You know, I I think times are more complicated for, you know, you know, kids and teens nowadays um, and I, I also think, you know, young people now have like incre- increasingly complex lives. Yes. And you know, it, it's a tricky one because I, I, I think it's I think it's just a little bit more complex than that. And to to a certain extent, I, I think sometimes we actually insult kids yeah. by assuming that we know what's going on in their heads because sometimes we don't. Uh, and I think modern lives are increasingly busy and increasingly difficult for young people. And actually, anxiety's always been there. Like, you know, anxiety's been there since caveman days, so. Um, it's actually a completely natural response when anything in an, in our environment poses a threat to our safety well-being or security so
1: yeah oh, and I totally um, agree with you like even you know <laughs> I, I look at my my own teenager you know she's 17 now and I it's not that long ago now since I was 17 and I know, I'm kind of yeah. thinking I'm kind of thinking you know I couldn't navigate the, the world that she has uh, no. in front of her yeah. now particularly with all the pressures on social media I mean like look we, no. we did have pressure from school and things like that I but know. you know th- there is that whole other element so you know you're working pretty Predominantly with with children and teens. In general terms, what are the main causes of anxiety that's presented among them? Yeah. So for children and
6: teens, I mean, I suppose that, so. The threats were always there, but I think they have escalated. And, and I mean, some of the some of it is, you know, I, I think everybody probably wants to blame social media, and social mm. media is part of it, but it's not all of it. But you know, we all need to be, I think, more mindful around. Um, You know, social media or technology generally. And there are guidelines around that. And we should we all need to be more mindful around those guidelines. And really, none of us and myself included, you know, we're we're all not minding those guidelines well enough. Mm And, uh, you know, and that's a really big problem, but it's not just about minding those guidelines. It's also, you know, what are you doing when, when you're not minding, you know, or when you are minding guidelines, you know, so kids are not doing a lot of the things like, like we're not teaching kids to manage their stress and distress. So most kids don't know how to regulate their emotions. And that's a major problem. So it's not just my child's on social media. You know, that's not the only problem. Yes, that's a problem. But another difficulty is that none of our kids know how to know how to downregulate their emotions when they are distressed. So it, it, like it's like it's easy to blame the boogeyman. Mm. But it's, it's we, we're also not teaching the really critical skills for, for downregulating when when kids are distressed. And that's probably the bigger issue. So it's OK to point the finger at social media. And, and technology, yes, those are problems, but there's another bigger issue that we're not teaching our kids to, to down regulate. And uh, um, you just, des-
1: yeah, absolutely. And you designed a, a mental health program called Magpies, and this has been used in clinics all over the world to support okay. children and, and, and kind of feeds into what you're talking about there and helping to regulate emotions. Tell me about this.
6: Yes, so Magpies um, was kind of a brainchild because actually lots and lots of kids were presenting to clinic. And it was interesting to me, actually, because, you know, we do lots of assessment in our clinics where we might assess for dyslexia or mm-hmm. autism or ADHD or a whole intellectual disability, a whole range of different, you know, neurodevelopmental difficulties. We also, obviously, you know, we're talking a lot today about anxiety and, we, you know, we, we treat treat that as well, obviously. I've written books on that. Um, but. Uh, what was really interesting to me is that a lot of people were coming for assessments for autism or ADHD or dyslexia, but a lot of times parents are a lot more interested in, you know, I'm more worried about my child's self-esteem or mm-hmm. I'm more worried about, you know, that my child has, is struggling to make friends. And I thought, gosh, that's really interesting because you'd imagine that the bigger difficulty for the parent would be, you know, a neurodevelopmental difference where a child might be struggling to access services or a child yes. might be accessing Uh, You know, some other, you know, speech and language, they they might really need to get speech and language therapy or some other sort of a difficulty. But that was really, really interesting to me is that there's this whole other area um, that we're struggling to access the social and emotional skills. And so, you know, we developed um, an evidence-based psychotherapy program where we're breaking those down in evidence-based ways, because some of that stuff is like from a scientific basis. We don't really properly always understand what those are. So we looked at Mm -hmm. self-esteem, social skills. I don't always like the term social skills because it's actually not always very neuroaffirmative. Yeah. And, um, you know, and and, and we we work with a lot of kids who have been bullied. And I often think I've actually got the wrong kid in the room. So I'm often working on social skills with a kid who has been bullied and really the kid that I need to work on the social skills with is the kid that's not it's, in the room yes is the so, bully perhaps maybe yeah. yeah yeah exactly so um we, we've sort of kind of moved away from calling it social skills and i i like to call it self and other awareness because if, if i'm working on social skills really what i'm working on is like what's happening for me in my body in this moment yeah. and what's happening for the other person in that moment as well because those are both useful things to notice And those are social skills. Of course, they're social skills. But but you need to notice what's happening, you know, in my body and simultaneously what's happening, you know, for other people in the room at the same time. Because if I'm a person that really likes to talk, you might have noticed, Sinead, I'm a person that really likes to talk. Oh, meet
1: your twin. (laughs) I love to talk. Yes. But but we also
6: need to know what else is happening in the room at the same time because that could be problematic for me, you know, in a job or in school. And like if I'm a kid that likes to talk a lot, and maybe I want to talk about the things that are in my special interest area. But if there's another kid in the room that also wants to do that, we might not be able to have a conversation at the same time or, or it might not be a conversation that's going to work for both of us.
1: That's so, really interesting because you do see that played out quite a bit with young children don't yeah. you particularly because one or other one will say well I want to say whatever or you might see that they might you know have an argument over yeah. something that was very minor like you say it's just kind of this building up of awareness of what cues is that other person yeah. giving me and how can I respond to that and like you say it doesn't have to be children that are Necessarily on any sort of spectrum, it's just yes. children nowadays, and do you think COVID has impacted on that massively because I don't know. I see my my youngest sometimes, and I thought they they don't really know how to interact with each other. They sort of shout at each other sometimes, yeah. or they yeah. it's there's a big issue there around their actual interaction with each other. Their interaction, of course, and I think so.
6: There's loads of different like this is quite complex and multi layered. Yeah. So we so there is a social skills or an awareness piece around that. There's also like the shouting there. There's also a regulation piece to that. So like having an awareness to what other people need in that situation, but also being able to regulate myself when I'm frustrated. So noticing somebody else needs something different while we're playing that game, but being able to regulate, okay, I need something in this situation. You need something different. Being able to regulate my frustration when you need something different and I need something different, and being able to articulate okay, what I need right here and being able to assert myself too. Like well that's another part of it. And yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that's really interesting. That is another part of it as well that seems to be kind of, depending on the child uh, like I notice as well with some kids that, that that I see in the estate even there's some that will just go off to the side then you know and go on their own maybe and they can't assert what they want absolutely. So, so in terms of you know helping children overcome this because look I you know I find you know particularly with my own kids, like I say, I've got one who's seventeen, I've got one who's seven, you know, both ends of the spectrum they they exhibit various degrees of anxiety about different things, obviously, but yeah. you know do you, do you find that the kids can't connect with their with their parents with regards to this, or are we not doing enough maybe to try and kind of help them overcome this stuff?
6: So we do, So here's the thing. Like, I, I think we don't model it well enough. OK, like, you know, even when you say like, you know, parents will say like uh, maybe they don't say pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But mm. like we assume that kids will get over it. And, and some kids will, by the way. You know, some kids do. There are some fears and anxieties that are perfectly normal, that yeah. they happen at a normal time. Uh, and like some there's some fears that are age appropriate and kids will grow out of them across time. But, what you want to look out for is when a kid is not growing out of it. like when a fear is persisting across time and you're saying, "Gosh, you know, this one seems to be hanging around for a long time. My kid is still talking about this thing or still avoiding things that they used to really love. Yes. why is this happening? You know, okay. And, and the other thing that I would think about is like, you know,, um, you know, are you as a parent modeling? you know, curiosity, are you modeling bravery, are you modeling exploration? Or are you actually modelling fear? And we do this accidentally, of mm. course, because this is part of our evolution. We're, you know, we, we have for millennia been taught to protect our young. That's what we're supposed to do. And so every time we see a danger, we alert our young people, you know, watch out. Uh, oh, cautious, that's so true. Away.
1: That's so <laughs> true. I feel like I'm doing that all the time. Of course we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's very that, true
6: a glass broke in the kitchen. And I said, oh my God, you know, don't anybody go in there. There's glass broken. You're (laughs) going to catch it. You know, it's going to be in your foot. It's going to be everywhere. Don't anybody go in there. And and that's kind of our normal, natural way of being in the world. But there's actually a better way of doing that because it's much better if we could sort of foster a curiosity and awareness rather than teaching caution and fear with our language. Because what we're accidentally doing when we do those things is we're accidentally triggering our child's amygdala. So we're triggering the part of our child's brain that says, you know, danger, 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 where what we want to do instead is trigger curiosity, exploration, you know what we want to do is trigger the child the part of our child's brain called the prefrontal cortex, mm-hmm. which is the thinking and reasoning brain so we want them to 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 say instead you know oh look you know let let me problem solve this with you so we want to you know to to trigger um you know the language centers of the brain so like let's say you're doing something like you're rock climbing okay yes so we want our child to our children to be children and adolescents by the way um We want them to be curious. We want them to be explorers. So, if you were doing something like rock climbing, it might be our natural instinct to say, like, you know, oh my god, you know, like, that looks really unsteady or dangerous. Mm. But you know, like, think about how you could subtly reshape that to be something like, you know, like a more like a problem-solving moment. And you could say, you know, something like, oh, you know, um, you know, let's look here. You know, notice how those rocks are slippery. Yes. Um, you know, let's try moving our feet slowly. Are you feeling stable? And, you know, yeah. Oh, I noticed those rocks do feel feel slippery. I noticed that too. I also felt a little bit nervous. Let's see what's our plan. You know, what could we use here? Who could help us to get over it? Oh,
1: um, I what, love that. What are the, what because are the as you even said, rock climbing, I'm going fear straight away. I
6: know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, but we could think about like, you know, like how will our adventure go? Yes. Like what, what might our possibilities be? So all the time you're activating your child's prefrontal cortex instead of the amygdala. So you're using the language of safety and problem solving. And so instead of kind of like, you know, shouting, and maybe you're not shouting, but you're kind of... Well, let's be honest,
1: we're panicky. We're panicky. (laughs) (laughs) The tone is raised, yeah. But
6: but remember, most of us inherited that too. Yes. So most of us, if we're anxious types, and bear in mind, we're all anxious types. And I know that. And you know how I know that? Because we're here. Yeah. So all of us are here because we had anxious ancestors. And if we didn't have anxious ancestors, we wouldn't be here. So if, if, if we came from, you know, the, the type of ancestors that were lounging around on the plains, not checking if it was a lion we wouldn't mm. be here.
1: Oh, that's so, so interesting. And as you say, yeah. it's all this learned behavior. Now, yeah. you are offering your wonderful services for free for people. You're hosting a free talk on the okay. 1st of June in Ashburn Library. So tell us cuz we're we're only scratching the surface of what you're going to be discuss- discussing.
6: Yeah. So we are t- so we have done some very cool projects. So the Tired of Anxiety, we have the first book came out already, Tired of Anxiety for Kids. Tired of Anxiety for Teens is out in September. We have run these very, very cool projects called Art Club. And so with the Art Club um, projects, we invited some of the kids and teens that were attending our clinic. We have also had teens. So my co-author is Dr. Lisa Coyne. And she is from um, Harvard, actually. And she also is my uh, co-director at the New England Centre for OCD and Anxiety. There's one of those in Boston. We also have one in New York and L.A. and New York. Uh, I'm sorry, New York, L.A. and Boston mm-hmm. and and in County Mead. And so Lisa and I have had um, an art club in a school in Boston as well. So what we did in our art clubs is we invited some kids that were having the very real experience of anxiety and we had them look through the chapters in the books, and they read the chapters. They also, um, you know, did some of the artwork that was in the first Tired of Anxiety book. They are currently doing some of the artwork that's in the second Tired of Anxiety book. But they have also been reading every chapter. They've been telling us, you know, you know does the language work for them? Um, you know, they have been writing, drawing, putting their shapes on it. If the, if the language doesn't work for them, they are telling us.
1: That's really and, good to have that input, yeah.
6: Yeah, and, and actually that's really important to me because I think a lot of the ways that we speak about anxiety to young people is, is uh, and I don't mean this offensively to parents because I'm a parent too and it's a heroically difficult job, but I think we often assume we know what anxiety yeah. is like for them and we can't possibly know like at a granular level what it feels like to be them. So what I really wanted to know from them is you know, what does it feel like? So in this book, we asked them and in art club, we asked them, you know, please tell us what does it feel like? Draw in this space or write in this space or think about, you know, at this time, and um, you know, in the Tired of Anxiety, the first book, you know, there's all these recorded audio pieces. You know, it's me actually talking to the kids that I was working with at that time, you know, in these recorded mindfulness pieces you know, that where I was speaking to the kids that I was working with mm-hmm. at that time. So, you know, all of the art clubs, like, are, are this whole, you know, creative engagement with the kids that we're working with at that time. You know, and the Magpie series of mental health, um, you know, workshops is the same thing. You know, it's all the kids that I'm working with. And each time we run another Magpies workshop, the kids tell us, you know, this game or this exercise works for us. And this one doesn't. And okay. when they tell us that it works for them or doesn't, you know, we change it and, and, and we go accordingly. We make it less active or more active. Um, and the artwork in the books is, is done by the kids that attend us. And, and so what we're doing with the Ashburn Library and with the Meads Library system is we're actually inviting some of the kids that are attending the anxiety. Um, sorry, with the magpies that you, you asked about, we have an emotion regulation module um, a social skills, self-awareness module, self-esteem, and an anxiety module. So the kids that are attending the anxiety module are also contributing. But the Leeds um, Library System and the Ashburn uh, and the Ashburn Library are inviting all of those kids to um, take part in an art competition. And the winner of the art competition will have their picture uh, or, or their artwork featured in in one of the tired of anxiety. That
1: is such a great idea. Sarah, I'm going to have to leave it there because we're massively out of time. But thank you so, so much for joining us and thank you so much for giving back in this way on June the 1st. Thank you so much for having me Sinead it's been a pleasure Thank you so much Dr Sarah Casti. we we'll definitely have to have her back in wealth of information there if you want to go along it's a free talk in Ashburn Library June the 1st okay that is when the date of it is and it's going to be all to do with kids anxiety uh, teenagers as well anyone that can get any sort of information about anxiety you're going to find it there
0: The 11 to 1 show
1: people asking sorry about the time for the talk it's sorry I thought I gave the time it's 7 o'clock Ashburn Library on June the 1st now details of our competition on the way but first it's time for this LMFM Job Search
0: with Local Heroes
1: backed by gosh Energy Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes Visit localheroes.ie Louder than me the Education and Training Board require a community education facilitator you can apply at careers.lmetb.ie Clonmore require healthcare staff in the Meath area to apply. Please email info at clonmore.ie. Don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. It's all about blood pressure awareness on the show. I've teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation to encourage you to have your blood pressure checked out because there are thousands of us walking around every day with undiagnosed high blood pressure. Two in three people over 50 in Ireland have high blood pressure and only half of those... Uh, would know because they look and feel well. So you need to get to your GP, have a check date and irishheart.ie as part of the awareness the Irish Heart Foundation have given us a Fitbit Sense 2 to give away every day. So I'm giving you a sound clip of a scenario where our blood pressure might be on the rise. Here's today's clip. Speech, 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 speech. 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 Please, welcome to the stage. <coughs> Oh, I can feel the blood pressure on the rise. What is happening in that scenario there, please? 86 658 So what's happening in the clip to cause our blood pressure to rise? I'm going to be giving away that Fitbit Sense 2 very, very shortly. Don't forget as well, the mobile health unit is going to be in Summerhill, GAA today until 4 o'clock. So if you want to get checked out there, you can do so. And the normal blood pressure is normally about 120 over 80. So if your blood pressure is 140 over 90 or higher, you definitely have to discuss this with your doctor. All the details are on irishheart.ie. Going to take a quick break and then we're back with Pado Shocknessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew at Drogheda Car Sales. Oh,
0: LMFM. The 11 to 1 show. With
1: LMFM. Yes, all morning we've been at Draw Car Sales on the North Road. They are celebrating Hyundai's two three two open week. Pat He has test driven uh, the Ionic six already, but I think he's back at base now. Pat, how are you getting
2: on? Uh, ah, yeah, you're welcome along for the last time today to Draw the Car Sales here. I'm happy to say I'm having a ball. I really am having a ball, and the blue sky is really helping me. Going round cars, I'm loving it and I love that drive. It was just fab. I just wanted to keep going with the blue skies and enjoying a new motor was just superb. Loved, absolutely loved every minute of it. Now I'm back with Carol Kerr, she's the sales director here. Um, Carol, the first thing I want to say to you is I nearly got lost when I came in this morning because I, I thought I knew how to car sales well. I didn't know where I was. You've had all reformed.
3: We did a big refurb path there um, in December, kind of finished off in December. We're still doing wee bits, but we're much, it's a much brighter open showroom and better working environment for the staff and also for our lovely customers calling in.
2: And when you mention staff, um, you're on a bit of a recruitment drive, are you?
3: Yeah, are. This evening, we're doing an open event for apprentices and mechanics uh, to call in, see the place, see what a nice environment it is, and uh, perhaps come and join us. Y-
2: yeah. So, so you're inviting people out right there, maybe think, maybe yeah. thinking of taking up an apprenticeship or changing yeah, position, exactly, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Oh.
3: Anybody in the trade that's looking to get uh, into the into a strong two brands here, Hyundai and Suzuki, and there'll be good training given, and it's it's a great opportunity to wow. develop their career
2: and that's this evening
3: this evening from six to eight from six to eight down, yeah
2: right guys you're right and you can come in on their overalls i don't have to dress up i'm sure no, if absolutely no, not. Yeah, yeah. we don't mind <laughs> you don't mind i'm sure you've a few people to thank before we go back to studio because it's been a great morning it's very busy in there and i had to pull you away you know it's, it's, it's going well for you but it's you're not finished until sunday isn't it uh, we're stage, here till yeah. sunday yeah we're mm-hmm. in
3: until three on sunday for the so we've got our, our great sales team here we've connor and dylan and Frank is, is off on his holidays at the minute, but he'll be back on Monday ready to go again. And we've Peter as well. We've got Trish on reception, Joanne in marketing, and the two girls in the service department. We have a great team here and a lovely environment to come in and out of every day.
2: It is. I I, I say it every time I come here. I, I love it. I love. I just love the crack, the banter. And, you know, joanna has been so good to me this morning, watering me down with tea and water oh. and just she, she couldn't do enough for I me. Know. And then I found out where the two of you are from. That's the sort of crack you get into when you're here. It's it real personable.
3: It is, it is. You know what? People buy from people and we think that it's important to put your personality out there and, and let people know that we're, it's not, you're not just another number coming in out, you're important to the people, we want to get to know them and, and know the customers.
2: I love that saying I've never heard that saying before, people buy from people mm-hmm. but it is so true,
3: yeah.
2: I mean the, the, the electronic phones and the push buttons all over the place, but you can't beat the human interaction. Exactly. Yeah. exactly well look you've got that in abundance here Carol I wish you well um, in your position I see the Connors moving up to he's going to be the new sales manager That's very right. soon yep. yeah. and it's lovely to see that he's built his career through the business as he well he has
3: he's been he's been with us a long time he started out in, in the, the home mm. of uh, Doran Motors and he moved up here then it must be 10-12 years he's up here now <laughs> at this stage and he's flying and it's great to, it's great to see a, a young guy coming through like that and Dylan's local to Drahada and he's flying here as well so it's brilliant and it's a great employer up there this end, and we, we like being part of Drahada.
2: You sure do, and you do it so well. And of course, if you want to be part of that team, as you heard Carol say, they'll pop in this evening between six and eight, there might be a career there for you as well. It's been a wonderful morning, Sinead. I've had an absolute ball here at Drahada Car Sales. I'm loving it. I'm going to do and see what I'm going to do in the afternoon now in the sun. I'm sorry that you were stuck in a old studio all morning, couldn't see the sunlight, but I had a ball here. We we'll talked again soon from Drahada Car Sales for the last time today. We'll say bye bye.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's sorry. I don't believe that for one second. the <laughs> Z. thank you so much. Draw the Car Sales, they are celebrating that open week, by the way. It's running all the way until May 28th and you can find out more at dradacarsales.ie car, but pop into them because you can do a test drive and see all the other cars in the range that they have there. Now, uh, we've got loads coming in on 086 1800 658. We are talking about the Irish Heart foundation all this week and I don't know about you but I'm learning an awful lot because people are grossly underestimating the risk of having high blood pressure and the long term effects of not managing the condition. And as they say, there's no single cause symptoms and everything else. They are completely non-existent half the time. So you could be walking around with it and not have an idea about this at all. So they're te- te- encouraging people to go to the GP and get checked out. Uh, do, I, we were talking about a scenario that would put you under pressure. Uh, make your blood pressure rise. And I gave you a little sound clip of what was it? Lots of people getting in touch, public speaking, or was it, you know, a speech? Either of those would have done. And the lovely Fitbit Sense 2, courtesy of the Irish Heart Foundation, is going to Olive Manning. You are in Toher. Congratulations to you and do enjoy that. Don't worry tomorrow we will have the last of our uh, Fitbit 2 to give away on the show and tomorrow we're actually going to be out and about again this time at Windsor Motors so we'll be chatting to Helena on tomorrow's show that is our lot on the show for today thank you so much to all of the guests and thank you so much for your company enjoy the rest of your Thursday and I'll chat to you tomorrow
0: The 11 to 1 show